Now we're rolling. Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason, as always, my co-host, the voice of MMA in Utah, Mr. Zach Partridge. What up, dog? I see you're wearing your hoodie today. Yeah, it's cold Looks, in the office. This office is freaking freezing. It's obvious. It is it's cold. freezing. But, you know, and, you know, like I went out for a run this morning and you, so there's like your body has like an internal clock, right? Yeah. My body, I played football for so long. My body is as soon as that like first like fall bite comes, my body's like getting ready for football season. So it's ready. I felt that fall bite a little bit, went for that run. And it's like, it's time to get ready. It's time to be ready. You got a fight coming up in a few yeah, weeks. Five weeks. That seems, that doesn't seem very far away. No, it'll be my quickest turnaround. That's crazy. That is crazy. But it's like build on, build on like the, the momentum, like the yeah. success, like, you know, everything's good. Like, Kai, I got your message. Kai, I'm going to message you right after this. We'll get you scheduled, brother. What's up, Kai? Um, What a fun weekend. Dude, we had a blast this weekend. That was so hey, real quick. freaking fun. Uh, can we do a story hour right here? Yeah, story hour. So, uh, so as many of you may know, I own a car detailing business, Detail Sharks. She give us a call. Uh, we had a, a minivan, and I've always said the million dollar idea is a YouTube channel called Effed Up Minivans. Yeah. Because they're always trashed. No offense to anybody out there who drives a minivan, but mom minivans, soccer cars, it's bad news bears. We got somebody, okay, their child urinated in the car. Child urinated in the car. Our detailers cleaned it anyways. Oh man. It still stinks and they're mad. And then it was like, man. And then we got, and then she wrote us a nasty review because she wasn't happy. And then the husband they, called and then the husband and her both called and left voicemails. And it's like about how upset they were. And then she said, my car wasn't that bad. Fortunately, our detailers take before pictures and uh, <laughs> it was, it, it's bad. Jason, it's you've bad. been in the car industry for a while. Been how in bad car was the car? For a long time. And this car looked like one of the repos that we've repossessed in the past. It was foul. Yeah. And mind you, you can't even see the urine in the carpet from the kid pissing in the car. You can't see that. But no. on top of it, on top of everything else, it's like, dude, this, this is, and, and they're, they're mad. Oh, they're and mad. They, and then oh, they're, they're mad, mad. That, that we replied to their review that, Hey, sorry, there was piss in the car. Our detailers wanted hazmat suits to clean it. It was that gross. I was so I was here on Friday when the, the detailer <laughs> called and I heard him on the speakerphone. He said he did not want to touch the car. Oh my gosh. He didn't want to touch it. It was that gross. Oh, it was, it was crazy. She gets a bad and she leaves us a voicemail this morning saying, It's not that bad. Well, well, it is. We got pictures and uh there's still piss in the car. The PL so. side most of passes. <laughs> hey, Pat, that's a good call. Well, Maybe we'll give them your number and we'll, we'll, you can advise the kids that that's where you pee. So I want to know, are you going to call out the husband for your next fight? Because he seemed a little hostile in the message. He you doesn't know, sound like a fighter to me, but I don't want to assume anything because he may what? know some stuff. You know what? He I may know some I stuff. I don't pick on nerds and I would better. Why are you assuming and he's I, a nerd? What if he's a killer? He's what if not. He's a killer? <laughs> you listen to the voicemail, you stop it right now and he's not. He's a wiener. He's a killer. He's a weedy. <laughs> and I would get, you know, I mean, that's, uh, that's, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to fight that guy. 
<laughs> I Poor Sajin had to deal with it. I mean, yeah, so Sajin, you know, he's he's my business partner and my, you know, he's like my best friend. <laughs> and, you know, we just, we've been doing this for a long time. And this is one of the, you know, the I mean, the best part is, is we've learned and grown. We've just known about two to three times a year, some complete prick will give us their car and won't be happy no matter what. Yeah. Congratulations, Karen. This is, you're one of those people. You're the Karen of the detail sharks this year. We had a horrible one last year. This is our 2021 yeah. version of Karen. They were pretty fired up. Okay, can we talk about Steel Fist now? Yeah, we sorry, it's story hour. That was okay. just it's just been going on. Hey, okay, we had UFC fights. I don't even care about the UFC fights. We'll we'll go over that at the end, but I just want to talk about the Steel Fist fights because one, this was my first time getting to commentate the fights. That was so fun. And I had so much freaking fun, a little nervous in the first one. So the first couple of guys that I interviewed, I apologize. Um, I was just so excited to be up there and Bro, we get to do it. it. Yeah, we it was fun. Um, I'm going to start with this. Just to, I'd like to make a point. Okay. Social media has created a platform where people get to criticize other people. 100%. Yep. I notice too much, and I might be guilty of this sometimes. I'm not saying that I'm totally immune from this, but yeah. it's a little check to myself as well. Yeah. If you don't fight, probably shouldn't criticize fighters. If you don't coach, probably shouldn't criticize coaching. If you don't match make and promote, you probably don't know all that goes into that as well. Probably shouldn't be so critical of that as well. Yeah. <clears throat> there, if you don't commentate, Maybe don't criticize the commentary. I, I, okay. I have been one to criticize the commentary. Yeah, you have. Especially like Biz Bing's about to Biz come molly walk you. He's freaking horrible. But now having been on that other side of it, and, it's not and so it's, easy. It's not as easy as you think it is. And I, I would have liked to think easy. it was a little. It's not as easy as I make it look, Jason. That's true. You are the voice <laughs> of enemy in Utah. I will say. I think it was, I have a little bit of a leg up on most people that do it for the first time because we've talked to the majority of these guys that were fighting on this card. And we, we already, we already have given, we, we, yeah, we already have the give and take. So that was easy. That flow was easy, but you know, you're still, everybody's watching. Right. And the hardest part for me was the in cage interviews. It's like, I know what I need to say, but I'm just like Ugh. stage fright. I thought you did good. Yes. I mean, it's cause you went first. So I got, I let you Oh yeah, you're like, yeah, you gotta, like, you go first. You go first. Well, and, um, I, and I was gonna do it no matter what because we were hoping. I was, I was hoping for a different result, but uh, <laughs> Hannah Banu was super. And funny. Kai gets the belt around his waist. <laughs> That's about how it's gonna be, Kai. Kai, Kai. No, dude, we're gonna scream. I'm gonna be pumped up, dude. No, it's. But here's the thing. I just don't think people understand. Like, I just don't. I just don't think people understand. Like. When we go into these fights, we're we're fans, and like even if we do know these people, yeah, right. Like we called fights for what four or five of my teammates mm -hmm. Saturday night. Even if we do know these these people, I am bummed out for them. Yeah, if they lose, right, especially that first fight, like I can get bummed out for them. But like, I don't. We we literally I. We literally weren't going into one fight where we were like openly like rooting for the other guy. Yeah, I, we try to be as because uh, we're, you know, we're, we're fans. We're fans of fights. 
I, I, I will say from my perspective, it's it was easier for the guys that I had that we had interviewed and we had talked to. Right. Because there were some guys on the card that we hadn't talked to and I didn't really know their background. So of course it's easier for me to talk about another guy that we've had on the podcast and we have oh, for sure we have that relationship with. But it's you know, it's growing. I thought but, it was but it's cool. not but but we're not here's the thing I can honestly say I wasn't rooting against anybody on that card. No. Right, I wasn't yeah. rooting against anybody. No. Like I'm more rooting for good fights. I mean, I mean, obviously we have our favorites, but we, I don't think I don't think we let right. on to that. So Kai, stop it. He's just giving us crap. I know. He's not Kai. I, I I know I know how Kai is. Now. <laughs> At first I did it, and I was I was like, like, who is this dude? This guy? Yeah, who is this Kai guy? Who is this Kai guy? I'm gonna feed him. Kai has a great TikTok, by the way. You guys need to go follow Kai on TikTok. It's freaking hilarious. We should, yeah. But anyways, no, it's all, now now it's fun. You get we get to know Kai a little bit, know what he's about, and and, and he's all good. So you know, keep it coming, Kai. Hey, as long as you can take it, I'll, I can take it. So keep dishing it. I'll dish it. All right, it's all good. All good in the hood. We're gonna start with steel fist fights because there's a lot to talk about. And since we had, other than Dave, we had some of the best seats in the house. We're right there on the cage. Oh, we had the best seats, dog. So first fight of the night comes out, and it's a banger. We got Hara Banu. The Dark Diamond fighting Ammon Garcia. And that one ended with Banu. Uh, first round, rear naked choke on that one. Yeah. And so Ammon's one of my training partners. So I, I have a little bit more to say about this one. We, we both said it on the broadcast. I couldn't believe how composed both of these guys were. Yeah. Um, Ammon oh, was so ready. He just got caught by a wild punch. Yeah. It was, I mean, he threw it, but it was, it was kind of wild, but he threw it with so much like, Hey, it's one of those things. It's like he threw it. And if it lands, yeah. boom. and that kid has so much charisma and put on a show. And then he said, he's done after that was a one and done for. Him. I didn't get that. He did ask. He did say if, if the ladies liked hot chocolate to. That was dope. To get- <laughs> great. Great. That was great. Freaking- but. So I got a little more insight on him. So he's here on a student visa, so okay. he can't work. Ah. So that's why he donated all this ticket sales and stuff back to the Salt Lake City Muay Thai for update, okay. updating their equipment and a charity. Okay. So that was cool. But, you know, that was one where, uh, you know, I, I was bummed for Ammon because, one, I know how hard he worked yeah. for that. Two, um, he Ammon is one of my best training partners. A lot like Tyler Billings, who we're going to talk about. Yeah. He was so ready for that and to just get caught. It was just like an unlucky thing. Yeah. And uh, and I, I, I do not envy the poor sucker that signs up to fight an 0-1 guy. Yeah. They're like, oh, Amon Garcia. Oh, he's 0-1. He got choked out in the first round. Yeah. Cool. I want to fight that guy. They're they're in they're in for a nightmare because that dude the kid I can't I cannot tell he's tough as nails I'll I'll admit it here he's the last person to knock me out in the training room like the the kid's tough he has good boxing he has good jujitsu and further and the other thing that that I don't know if he people will understand too he gets rocked and then he fights off the choke for a good. 20 30 did, seconds really well off. like yeah. he did it really well and i don't think people understand when you're rocked how hard that is and so i mean i know i'm talking about my teammate there and, and like pat said he's not done and i'm really happy Manny. he's not done yeah i'm glad and, and, he even said, and he even said too he's uh 
Or is, is that talking that's, about Banu? Yeah, yeah Banu. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, good. I love it. Like, let's get him back in the I, cage. Yeah, ASAP. absolutely. Like, dude, he, he was, was charismatic and a, dude, he brought a I love fun the, walkout. Usman, he's from but, Nigeria. If you didn't hear you know, the broadcast, yeah, but he was he was fun and 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 but Ammon and then I think Ammon said something about going down to one fifty five because he he did not have to cut weight to be there at one seventy either. So yeah. I think that would be a that I, I think you know. That, that would be a good thing too, but you know, Ammon's a freaking killer, and uh, and dude, that could happen to anybody. This Justin Gaethje said it best: the sport is so unforgiving. Yeah, you know, when he knocked out James Vick, he's like, you know, it's me or him. Like that's gonna happen to one of us. Yeah, and Ammon, the way he fights and will fight, he'll 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 yep. he'll 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 be in an opportunity where he he gets to drop somebody and choke them out or put them out. Great fight. Great, great, great fight to start off the night. We, the crowd was already going crazy. I, I do have to touch on, like, you don't see very many fights. We watch a lot of fights. I watch a lot of fights on my Amazon Fire Stick. I, I catch a lot of local fights from across the nation. Your first four or five fights on most of these cards are usually not very good. We're pretty blessed here in Utah that we have some higher level talent, in my opinion. These are great fights. I think the I think the growth in gyms. We've seen some new gyms pop up. Yeah, and and their teams build, and then sharp iron just sharpens iron. And like I mean, I get all my confidence going into the cage because of who I train with. Yeah, and I'm sure that most other people share that opinion. You know, Ammon and Banu, like you know, they both train with legit guys. Yeah, you know. Yeah, props to the Dark Diamond. Can't wait to see him back in. Next up, we had Jordan Gonzalez and Hector Martinez. Good fight. Another good fight. Uh, Jordan Jordan Gonzalez defeats Martinez by unanimous decision. Another great fight. I mean, Hector showed so much heart in that fight. His leg was compromised from the first round. Oh, he he just kept coming, man. Like he didn't he didn't slow down. He didn't stop. He just he just he kept coming, and it, you know it, you it was could, a good learning experience. For him. I, great learning. I I think he's probably going to learn a lot from that because you noticed in that fight when he was going forward and he when he was being aggressive. I thought he was winning the fight. It's just he maybe that leg was a little too compromised. I don't know what you know what happened. Good fight, great fight. Next up, we had Trent Lee, Mark Gonzalez. There was a lot of uh, a lot of poundage in that. A lot of man in that cage. Um, Trent's a big big dude. Mark comes in there, beautiful little. It was a left, right? He dropped him with the left. Uh, yeah, it was a little check hook. A little check hook. First round TKO. Um, I know personally how hard Mark's been working for this because he's been working with me with his nutrition. Dropped a bunch of weight to get ready for this fight. Um, Trent came up more experienced. Trent's had five fights. This was only Mark's second fight. Um, so he takes on a bigger guy, more experienced guy, and he ends up landing a beautiful uh, check hook. Got yeah. us off of our feet. Yeah, no, it was it was that, that was good. I was happy for Mark because, man, you know. So Mark's first fight, I was in his corner for his first fight, and uh, you know he, I felt for him because like he he didn't fight to his potential in that fight. I would say like we all know that. Uh, yeah, yeah, Hector so, Martinez. Hector Mar- yeah, I, see, I didn't, I didn't even realize took that. that fight on like less. He said less than two weeks, notice. few days notice, and not in his weight class. So. Huge props to Martinez, yeah. man. I mean, he studly. He, he went three rounds. Yeah, hung tough. He hung damn, damn tough. So yeah, that was cool. I'm another man. So if that's not his weight class, he's probably one twenty five. Or throw him into the mix with all those fun one twenty fivers that we have at Steel Fist. Yeah. Um, 
but back to Mark, his first fight was so frustrating because like, cause I, and I don't know what happened necessarily, but man, but like, I, I knew he could perform better than that. I've yeah. seen, I've seen a better version of Mark before that. And he, he had to improve some things and he worked so freaking hard in the gym and outside of the gym to be his best self. And, you know, like, you know, preparation, like you say, you make your own luck and that definitely wasn't a lot. Like it wasn't luck, but being prepared is what brings confidence. And man, he was confident. You can see it in his body language in there. And he, he was prepared for him to come forward. And if he go, he comes forward, he threw that check hook beautifully and it, and it landed and, and, he had a good killer instinct, got right on him, didn't let yep. him recover, didn't let, you know. I mean, it was I was so happy for Mark and and he, he freaking earned every every bit of that 13 second knockout win. I've never had anybody tell me they needed to stop losing weight during a weight cut, but <laughs> Mark was just rolling so good that he needed to keep that super heavyweight because he was fighting a super heavyweight guy. So props to Mark. Oh, props cool. to Trent for coming up in Vegas. Hector's gonna be on that October 23rd card too. That's oh, freaking that awesome. Great. Yeah. So, and yeah, you know what? Props to Trent. And I'll say this, you know, we got, uh, yeah, big shout out, Mark. Good job, man. Uh, we got so much, I don't know if it was hate, but criticism. A lot of or criticism. Why with Trap, right? Because Trap Gambino was in Trent Lee's corner and everybody's like, why are you having this guy on? Why this and that? And oh, he said this to me and he's, he's done this and he's done that. Me and you've been around long enough, not just MMA, but just like in life, business world, yeah, like whatever. Yeah. I learned a long time ago. Let me make my own determination on on who a guy is. Yeah. Because I definitely, you know, some people like me, some people hate me. I would like people to meet me before they judge, make their opinion of who I am. Yeah, for sure. So we gave Trap that same courtesy, and we both agreed. He's been nothing but respectful. Nothing but respectful. Cool to us. Man. Gave us a nice little shout out on his Instagram. Yep. We hooked him up with some gear. Like, I mean, I, I get. I mean, I get why people don't like him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We even talked about it on the podcast. Like, yeah. you kind of see why you kind of rub people the and wrong he know, way. He and, knew. Yeah. And and we have difference of opinion on fighting and entertainment versus yeah competition. Like for sure. And we even said like we, but dude, he can. He can have a respectful conversation with somebody that has differing opinions. Yep. That's been my experience. Like if people, all these haters just need to leave them alone and focus on themselves. Yeah. Um, who do we got next? Ne- next up, fight of the night, in my opinion. I think you, you agree to Russell Sousa and Brandon Ferreira. Fight of the night. Phenomenal fight. I mean, <laughs> Russell, I thought in the first round, Russell was going to have this fight in the bag because he just kept coming forward. He was picking Brandon apart. Brendan hadn't got his rhythm down yet in that first round, but man, then the second round came and Brendan starts getting the rhythm. He starts using his jab because Brendan was the longer, taller fighter. And he started hitting Russell with these one twos, nasty, nasty one two that probably would have dropped anybody else that this kid's fighting. And Russell just keeps walking forward. Oh, 100%. So it's one, one going into the third and it's like, what's going to happen in the third? Russell ends up getting a couple takedowns. Maybe maybe controlled a little bit more. I think one judge actually had it um, a draw, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong on that, but I thought one judge had it 28-28. I thought it was a split decision. Yes. No, what uh, the judge to the right of us? I can't remember his name. He had the Steve? first round 10-8 for Souza, and he had the next round 10-8 for 
Brendan. I could see that. I didn't. I don't hate that. No, I didn't hate it at all. And I was like, how often do you see a swing of 10-8 rounds? That fight was wild. And here's the other thing is amateurs. Amateurs, yeah. Mm-hmm. These guys are amateurs. Nobody took an L in that fight. No. That's not an L. It was, are you kidding me? It's both of these guys' first fight. MMA fights. Both first MMA fights. I know Russell had, had some, a kick, kickboxing. Yeah, Russell had a kickboxing. I know he spent some time over in Thailand too. Brendan? Brendan's a monster. He's a monster. I had Joel message me asking how he's doing because he trains with Cole with, with Bobby King. And you could see a little bit of Bobby in there in that second round. Oh, when he started yeah. Get, when he started getting the bounce in his step. Oh, yeah. He, that kid's got a bright future too, man. I... I and I've always and I've and in the past I've been a little critical of Big Muay Thai because I don't think it's for everybody. It doesn't fit everybody's style. But what Bobby's doing, and I think he's doing a fantastic job of this, is he gets these athletes that are athletic that can do it. Yeah. Like I'm, I don't say it as a criticism because of uh, whatever. Like I can, I'm not athletic enough to. It doesn't fit me well. Yeah. But you get a Bobby King, you get a Joel Haro, you get a like Brendan Ferreira, like. These kids are long and athletic, long athletic, good bounce, good movement, and stuff like that. Like that is, it's a beautiful style for those guys. Is uh, like I said, it's maybe not be for everybody, but it's beautiful for for those guys. Yeah, and he executes it. He executed a, a beautifully. It just took him about a round to to figure out his timing and his distance. Yeah, and to figure it out after the shots he took in the first round. Was, was that's incredible for a guy and we, we've talked about this on the podcast too that that forward pressure when somebody's forward pressuring you like that it's so hard and you got a, you got a young kid in his first fight he handled that i mean props to brendan props to russell on an on amazing fight i can't wait to see both those guys back in there um next up we had mason moise against elias landau um, Elias was unable to answer the bell for the third round. I guess there's a little bit of a backstory there. I guess he has some, a little bit of a medical condition. Maybe that's he, yeah. Like he posted on it after we fought and I don't, and I, if Elias, if you're watching, forgive me, I don't know exactly what it is, but I, I think it has something to do with his blood pressure or his, his blood sugar or whatever. And, and it just kind of crashed on him at the wrong time. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah, I, I don't know, but, uh, here's, here's the, uh, here, here's the the fact, plain and simple. They both thought that they were the better grappler, and I think I think Mason showed that that he he's the better grappler. Once he got overall the top in the cage, if Elias could have gotten a top position, it would have seen it would have been interesting to see. CPT two is what he had. That's what it is. CPT two. Thanks, Elias. It would have been interesting uh, if Elias could have gotten a top position. What kind of work he could have done from the top? Yeah. Um, but you know you got to give credit to, to to Mason. He didn't he didn't allow himself to get in, in a bad position, um, really. So you know Mason, or, or he did at one point, right? Mason on his back at one point. No, no, no. I think I think Mason pretty much once he got on top, he pretty much stayed. When it went top. to the ground, he was yeah. on top. Well, I mean, regardless, like I he mean, got I, his back. Yeah. It's a metabolic condition. He said. That's right. That's right. So that's yeah, he, right. Yep. Uh, Elias back. was on his back. That was what I was talking yeah. about. Um, but Mason did, did a really good job defending the choke and, uh, you know, I, I, it was a fun fight and it was a good one for Mason, you know, that, you know, he'd had, he, he just had a couple fights and, um, and Elias, you know, I, you could never count out somebody with that much experience. Oh, and so and Elias, Elias has been in the, the steel fist cage. He's gotta be what 
top five or ten of most people to ever fight in that cage. Got 12 appearances now. I don't know too many more people that have double-digit steel fist appearances. I don't think there's anybody currently fighting that has that many right now. So, I mean, there's that. Um, I mean, Mason, I choke you all the time, but I mean, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't. Uh, But uh, no, Mason, you know, he he executed his game plan and and um, yeah, it was good. It was a good fight. It was a good win for Mason, and and hopefully Elias can work on some things and. And you know, see him. Back. I'm sure we'll see him back in there. Like both those guys, I'm sure they'll be back in there. Mason, Mason retired. Oh, did he retire after? Oh, I totally missed that. I was taught must have been chatting it up. my gums, probably chatting it up. Yeah, um, Mason. Mason says he's done, which is which is all good. Next up, we had Cole Faust defeating Calvin Parrington, second round rear naked choke. I mean, we talked about it on the podcast. First of all. Props to Calvin for coming up from Vegas. Super short notice fight when nobody was taking that fight with Cole. Including Kai Stewart. Including Kai Stewart. <laughs> including Kai Stewart. Sorry, Kai, I had to. So Calvin comes up here. He's if you guys saw the face-off pictures, he's the bigger man. He's a big man. And he knew it. You could see it in the face-off. He was confident. He was not coming up to Salt Lake City to to lose. Um <laughs> so you said that. The first thing Hunter told me, he goes, yeah, the guy that Jason kept saying he's not coming up here to lose. Yeah, he lost. <laughs> he lost. Hunter said that. That was the first thing Hunter told me Sunday morning. You you could see no, though he was that tough, he was dude. he's confident. I mean, he had experience. The guy had 12, 12 fights. Um, super nice guy. Got to got to meet him. Uh, got to talk to him a little bit. Hopefully, we can get him on the podcast because I think he's going to be fighting again in October, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Said he was supposed to be. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it's <laughs> just cold, man. The kid is something special. The kid is something special. I mean, you're fighting a grown man outside of your weight class, and to to stay composed, he just I just I just can't say enough good things about him, man. He he, uh, he checks all the boxes. That was a big fight for him. I I, I had somebody tell me um, they didn't like this fight for him. They're like, you know, they're like, this might be a little bit too much and and he's not sticking in his weight class and that's not the game plan and it's not this and it's not that i said no no no. this is exactly what cole needs yeah right he needs somebody that it's isn't just a quick like like no offense to the other guy that was supposed to fight him on short notice yeah cole i think cole runs through that guy in less than a round right and he got somebody that was big and strong and experienced, experienced. Had good, he you know wrestled, so he had that wrestling, wrestling experience. Muay Thai fight, so he had some striking experience. He was he was game to be on the feet with Cole. He landed some nice shots on Cole. They were in the clinch and they were both trading, trading nasty, nasty knees right to the body. Yeah, and it was like, and it, you know, I, that was that was good for Cole to experience. His last fight wasn't a walk in the park either against Joey. No, it he just, said two it tough just, guys. It just ended in epic fashion. But you know, Cole. Cole means it when he said he'll fight anybody. Like he'll fight anybody, and he went up a weight class on short notice. Dude, he was already on track to make weight. He was 160 pounds, dude. That guy, had, he was easily north of 180. He easily had 20 pounds. On I was standing next back next to him back backstage before the fight, and I'm like, oh, I was nervous. I'm he was like, bigger than me. He was, yeah, he's a big. He was Calvin's a big guy. He's a big guy, and so and then I I think. I think it was surprising for Calvin that when Calvin got a hold of him, that he couldn't take him down. 
And um, Faust, look at Pat dropping the dropping some gems for us. Look at that. Sprinkle yeah, us. Well, yeah. Well, Cap, 12 yeah, 17 I mean, championship coming, baby. Yeah. Uh, Cole, Cole posted he's he's ready for December. So that, I'm impressed. I'd, I'd actually like to see Calvin back because his normal weight class is 155. So maybe you give him a full camp, get him back in there with somebody. And I'd actually like to see hey, him back in there. Calvin versus Joey at 155. Pat, there you go, right there. I like it. I, they're both similar sized. And they and they both want a rematch with Cole. Pat, there you go. We just made a match for you for for December. Pat's probably way ahead of us. He's like, shut up, guys. Yeah. Yeah, Cole just showed how strong he was, Rod. I mean, he's a strong kid, man. Cole, People Cole's, forget he's only 20 years old. Cole's so strong. I mean, I I, I I grapple with him weekly. Like, he's so strong and people don't understand. But, again, you know, every it's it's no secret. Like, Cole's, Cole's like, he, he he's somebody that, you know, like, I, I, I consider him one of my best teammates and training partners. Like, he's always there for me. I try to be there for him as much as I can. But he's like, uh, you know, he's he is quickly living up to everything that you know he's he's set out to do, and he takes no shortcuts. Doesn't make excuses. Just shows up, chooses gum, and fights. You know, the, I love the gum chew. You know, there's there's a lot of people that will will look at the success of somebody like that, or or people that are at that at that elite level. And they want to know what's what's different about him. Well, what's different is is he he lives this stuff. He lives it and breathes it. He wakes up. He trains. He he's nutrition. His resting. Everything. It, it's just the whole package, and it, that's hard to put. The, that's hard to put together. And he puts it together. I was just I was so proud of him because I I, I didn't worry. I, I mean I had zero. I I didn't worry about him. I know about. You know, like, well, what happens if he overcomes adversity? It's it's not because he needed to because to see that he could do it. He already knew he could do it. Yeah. He needed to show everybody else, like, hey, like, it, it doesn't matter. It, 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 it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, you line him up and I'll beat it. He said, he said it to me and Kate. You, you, said you it to me up. after, too. Yeah. You line him up, I'll, I'll put him down. And, and uh, again, it's, it's one thing in like boxing you have these undefeated guys they pick and choose and stuff cole cole makes he he worked he just works so hard anything can happen in those fights but he's he's prepared for pretty much anything yeah so great preparation reaps great rewards and so yes, it does cole faust is I, I i'll say it again and if anybody has a name that they'd like to throw out there um I'd love to hear it, but Cole is pound for pound the best amateur fighter in the state of Utah, hands down, not even close. I was trying to think of think the of only other person that had a resume similar was Johan, and 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 He's once Johan went pro, it, it's it's Cole Faust all day, every day. Boom! He's the he's 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 the man. Next up, Christian Cortez and Jordan Munoz. A um, little bit of controversy in this one. Well, there's no controversy. Not controversy. A little bit of a. They both they. It, it's here. Here's the Christian, Christian wins by uh, round two um, triangle, arm, arm triangle. Bar, arm, well, it's like an arm bar. Arm it's bar. an arm bar from the triangle. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I'm going off. Right? Of the... So here's the deal. Because I've watched it now. I missed it because I was back getting ready, cornering Tyler. So I actually missed what happened. I thought that Jordan lost via DQ because he because he kicked him, um, and it wasn't. He he tapped him verbally tapped. 
So Jordan said, so Jordan said that he verbally tapped like four or five times. Yes. And Dave and the ref didn't stop the fight. Well, what, Pat? What? You just gonna leave us hanging, dog? Just leaving us hanging. Send Pat an invite and just tell him to hop on the podcast. Yeah, can we just send you an invite, Pat, and you just hop on with us and tell everybody? Then don't say nothing at all, Rod. Um, <laughs> Mama says no. So, it's it's uh, you know it, it sucks. One, Jordan would admit he shouldn't have done that, and two. I, I kind of agree where it's like, no, my job's to fight till the ref pulls me off, even off of a verbal tap. But you know, may you know, maybe Dave has to take some responsibility there is that maybe he didn't hear it or or uh, or, or didn't get there quick enough. But again, I don't ref, so I'm not trying to criticize him, right? I'm not trying to criticize somebody that I don't do and it gets loud in there. Maybe you can't always hear a vo- verbal tap. Yeah. Mouth guard, maybe you don't know what he's saying. Maybe he's saying F you. I don't know. <laughs> First off, I don't want to take away from Christian's performance because he he looked phenomenal. He came out through a sharp head kick right off the bat, like he and handled it like a freaking champ. I mean, he he was freaking impressive. Like he's going to be somebody to watch out for at 125 because he looked impressive. And I didn't, I couldn't see. So I'm commentating, and I saw the angle that the TV guy saw. I didn't have this angle, so all I could see was their feet. I didn't. It didn't look like he had anything. It looked like Jordan was. When they when they kind of rolled off off to that direction, it looked like there was nothing there that Jordan was going to be able to pull out. And all I saw, and me and LJ could see, was Jordan pump up, kick him, and I'm like, "Oh no, we can't have that." But then I see Dave yelling at Christian, so I'm thinking, "What did Christian do?" I didn't realize that there was a tap. I didn't realize any of that. Um, so I'm thinking, obviously, Jordan's upset. Doesn't give him a right to to kick him. He knows that. Um, Anyways, long story short, Christian was super respectful afterwards. He apologized. Um, Jordan thought that he he held on the, to, to the submission a little bit too long. Um, he was remorseful. I talked to him after the fight, too. He was super remorseful. He's, that's that's not characteristic of him. Um, and Christian, same thing. He I know, said the same thing in the cage. We know Jordan's character. He's not a bad guy. Yeah, and I, Not a bad guy. And Christian was nothing but respectful. He was Handled apologetic. Was all class. All class. I've been seeing him posting on, on Facebook. The dude is... The kid is nothing but class. Um, so props to him. That that was that was a big win. He comes in there and fights a guy with a lot more experience than him, um, and he gets the job done. I will say, I don't think I would try to kick somebody in the leg or nuts or whatever. But if you if you do tap or trying to verbally tap, yeah. Um, maybe you, maybe maybe you didn't hear it. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. That's why I always say, like in the gym, like don't tap the mat. Like they don't know if you're tapping the mat. You have to tap them Yeah, or yeah, verbal yeah. or whatever. Um, I will say this though. I have had somebody hang on to a submission after the tap and it's like, dude, it, it, it's competition and it's sport, right? Yeah. So there should be, there's a little bit of a gentleman's agreement there. That's like, Hey bro, if I tap, like, dude, I'm done. But here's the other thing. We've seen it in the UFC where somebody taps, the ref misses it, the guy lets go of the choke, and then the guy keeps fighting. Yeah, just just, just happened not that long. Uh, Ed Herman fight. We just the, talked the about Ed Herman, uh, yeah. A lot, was it Alonzo Menfield? No, it was uh, – he just fought last week, not last yeah. week, the weekend before. Anyways. Yeah. So so it's like, dude, you, you got to be – I, I can't blame Christian for not letting go Tell the ref – I don't. I, yeah. Tell the ref – Pulls him off. I'm not in any place to to criticize yeah, either one of those. Dugs again. I think yeah. what's that? Post Dugs again. I didn't read that. I think um, I'm not condoning what Jordan said, but I also don't know what was going through his either one of those guys' mind. I mean, 
everybody from the outside chiming in saying they this yeah. and that. It's like, yeah. dude, these are two young kids in there. You weren't in the cage. These too. guys weren't in the cage. We weren't in the cage. All I know is both guys were super remorseful. It should be between those guys. And as far as I'm concerned, they squashed it and it's all gravy. But I know it's 2021 and the favorite thing is to be offended for other people. But um, if Christian's cool with it and squash, then like, let it go. Let it go. Yeah. You don't need to be offended for Christian if he's if he's willing to say his piece and move on. Just let it go. Yeah. I, I he looked impressive. I'm excited. I want to see Christian. There, there, can't, can't, so there, there's these weight classes now. There's so there's 125 is getting deeper and deeper. Dude, 170 is getting kind of deep. The 125, you mean? 125 and, and 170. 170. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They're both <laughs> they're getting kind of deep. Yeah, they're getting really deep. I yeah. Um, Brandon and Russell Sells, and I'll be like, okay, well, I'm going to be pro way before they're coming up. Uh, next or up, retired. we have Tyler Billings and Juan Alcantar. Um, dude, the Carpenter. We're just gonna start, I'm just going to start calling Juan the Carpenter yeah. after Clay Guida because that guy is, like was him. fired up. He was ready to go, uh, bouncing around the cage. I loved his, his demeanor getting in there. Tyler comes in there, executed his game pan. To a T. I, I, I don't even know what the game plan was, but I could see his movement. I could see the way he was com- more composed in his last fight. And I even said on the podcast, I, he, he's come he's come miles from his last fight with the way that he performed in this fight. He, he won by second round um, arm triangle. Arm triangle. So Tyler literally, I felt like I was playing a video game. He literally did everything that we asked him in the corner to do. I was in the that's why I wasn't on the broadcast. I was in Tyler's corner for that fight. And I felt like I was playing a video game because he did everything that I asked him to do and that Aldo was telling him to do, and he freaking did it. And uh Tyler's another one. He's 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 a lot like Ammon. Where, you know, he he's he's just he's he's prepared and he does it. But Tyler is I'll say this, he is my most reliable training partner. <laughs> Megamind. <laughs> we call him Megamind. We said it on the broadcast. Too. Oh, did you? <laughs> yes. good. Oh, good, good. LJ said it on the broadcast. <laughs> good. You can take that up with LJ then. Good luck with that. Um, he, uh, Tyler, he is my one of my most rela- reliable training partners. He trains hard. He, he, he doesn't take shortcuts. He, you know, he, he shows up. He does the right things. He's teachable. He listens. Like the only thing that he doesn't really do is when we're supposed to be like sparring, like light, he just doesn't know how, but that's okay too. Cause I, I mean, he just train he just trains hard yeah and he, he, he's strong and, and he, I know he did a lot of other extra work outside of the gym for this camp, which, you know, props, because I feel like that's something that a lot of people don't realize is that, um, yeah, fights at 90% always. Yeah. Right. It's, it's like, Hey, let's go 25 and Tyler, Tyler just be like, F it. Let's go a hundred. Um, no, he's just, he, I can't say enough good things about Tyler and I'm so proud of him because his last fight was a little bit frustrating because he had a guy that just kind of laid on him. Yeah. Or, yeah. And, uh, and, and he didn't really take any damage in that fight. He just got laid on the whole fight, which is super frustrating. Yeah. Um, Juan, on the other hand, shout out Juan. Uh, you know, one thing I really enjoyed with him is I, I mean, I'm cornering against him, but I'm like, man, he was just loose and having fun. He in was there. having so much and, fun. You and, could tell he was enjoying dude, that. That was cool. And, and Juan, I, I kind of follow you a little bit. And I, and I know that you went through some personal stuff in the last week or two and, and, you know, props for just getting in there and doing it. Cause I think that there's a, there's a lot of guys 
not that they should, but there's a lot of guys that, that pull out like that. And, uh, Yes, I do, George. Yes, I do. And yep, wrestling could just kick rocks. You know what? Let's we should do an MMA promotion. No wrestling. No wrestling. Life. Just jujitsu. Jujitsu is okay, but no wrestling. Well, no, no, no. Well, you have well, to either be trying to punch them or submit them, but you cannot lay on them. You can't just lay on them. All right. If 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 you're laying on them for more than five to ten seconds without advancing a position for a submission, then stand. You should up. just stand it up. It might get to that. Boo, stand him up. <laughs> Kick him in the dick. Twist his dick. No, uh, yeah, so that was actually a really fun fight, but um, Tyler, uh, Tyler's going to be uh, – he's another 170-er that uh, – hey, he's going to be uh, – he's he's going to be – he was pissed that he was fighting so late at night. It was pretty funny. Yeah. That sounds Good late fight. It's freaking Mason, dude. He just lay on just, <laughs> Mason, just like that's, all that's, all, that's all Mason does. Just lay on me. Yeah, props to both those guys, man. But yeah, Juan, props for showing up, fighting. He put on a good fight. He did, man. And, Entertaining, uh, and he was fun. Dude, and I'll tell you what, he threw a spinning back fist that almost oh, landed, yeah. and yes. if it did, I was like, oh, oh yeah. We, yeah. I was oh, like, take yeah. that, watch out for the spinning stuff. Oh yeah. But sorry, Juan. Spoiler alert: I love to do spinning stuff, so Tyler sees it all the time. He was ready. He was ready for it. All right. That was good, man. I'll tell you, that setup was nice. That was slick. He set that up really, really beautifully. Uh, next up, we had the Steel Fist Fight Night um, Featherweight Championship with Dave Maggio and Zach Hamilton. I was really looking forward to this fight. Um, Maggio coming in on short notice, but I talked to him before the fight. It wasn't really short notice for him because he had a fight scheduled um, for Fierce a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, down in price, he ended up getting it. So he 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 said it he's, backstage. He's like, I, I stay ready. This isn't really a this, short notice fight for him. The, the opponent was short notice, but the, fighting was, was not. He was prepared, so, so he was ready. And we said it. This is the that's the, the the guys that are always in the gym, right? There's 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 two. I've noticed there's there's two types of fighters in MMA, especially on the amateur local scene. Yeah, the guys that are always in the gym, and then the guys that are only in the gym when they have a fight. You want to talk about the guys who had success, and and even the ones that, that didn't. Um, Bro, Cole Faust, always in the gym whether he has a fight or not. But it kind of seems like he always has a fight nowadays. Uh, I want Trap Rock. There we go. <gasps> okay. Let's We're, do it. Okay. And then uh, I'm not I'm not, I'm not, not matchmaking with Trap Gambino on, on our podcast right now. All right. But, um, but Rod, that would actually be fun. I like that. Here we go. Okay, Pat, set it up. Come on, Pat. Rod. Rod, you said this Rod earlier, but it, it's going to fit right now. You said it to something earlier. Um, dude, I lost my train of thought. Oh, Cole Faust. Um, Cole Faust is always in the gym. Tyler, always in the gym, whether he wins or lose. Amigas Garcia, always in the gym, whether he has a fight or not. Like, I'm always in the gym, whether I have a fight scheduled or not. Like, there's those guys. And then there's those guys, you know, Tyson Roberts, right? He's, he's, he, he's been coming in the gym a lot more regularly. AJ yeah. Garcia has been in the gym a lot more recently. And I can only speak to my gym. But then there are guys, and I'm not going to call them out by name, that only show up when they have a fight scheduled. You're not going to put yourself in the same opportunities in the same, you know, situations that, that, that Dave Maggio did. And he might have been a little bit of an unknown. People maybe not totally knew who he was. I don't know. Um, but they know now because he's the freaking featherweight um, champ for Steel Fist. 
And you know what? He looked so calm. And for somebody to have that type of success on the ground against an Aguima guy, uh, big props because Zach Hamilton's really good on the ground and his jiu-jitsu is good too. It, you know, this was a fight where uh, Zach Hamilton, he, he we know Zach Hamilton because he's been fighting recently. He's 3-0. He's taking a step up. Like this, this was a big step up and fight for him. Dave's this was Dave's eleventh fight. And no disrespect to his original opponent, I think Dave was a tougher fight than Austin for, for Zach. Oh, oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I, 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 yeah, one hundred percent. No disrespect to Austin. I'm not trying to say. No. I've called Austin's fights before too. I've been cage fights for him. Dave I watched a, him. I think Dave brought a certain skill set that was that you know he was he was comfortable where Zach likes to make people uncomfortable. Yeah. We uh we had a little bit of fun before we, you know, during the pre-fight thing. I had to go back there and talk to these guys and get get a little more feedback for the for the broadcast. And we and we had a little fun on the broad broadcast about Dave uh, submitting Johan Rubio over there at, at Horn's gym. That was kind of fun. There there were some other things that were they wanted me to say, but I couldn't say them live on air. But can you say them now? No, we're live on air. Oh, you can't. Okay, no, I definitely can't say it. <laughs> we might get canceled. But it was pretty funny. <laughs> Shout out to Dave, man. That was impressive. Uh, I, I And he says he's willing to defend it soon. So I, I hope to see him back in still fist cage soon defending that that title. Because uh, you know what? And, and here here's and, and here's another just truth of the matter. I don't think enough amateurs defend their titles. That's why, like, I don't just want to win a belt again. I want to win it and successfully defend it. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, got, I have this still fit, the 185 title right there. But I don't because of the way things kind of shook out and then COVID and stuff, I didn't really get to defend it. So it's like, like that's what I, I, I have room to improve and like need to get better, but I, I love to see amateurs that want to defend their titles. Yeah. Johan was a great one. He defended his title yeah. a couple times. I, I, I like guys that defend titles and like Cole Faust defending his title multiple times. Uh, I like that. I, I like to just like winning a title and you're like, this is, this is mine. You come to me. I'm not going to go chase a bunch of other promotions and, yeah. and go try and pick up other belts too. I uh, super impressed with Dave. Uh, I know Zach will be back. We know he's down there training with killers. Oh yeah. He'll be fine. Message dude, him a little he'll bit be, afterwards. Yeah. He'll, he, be, he'll dude, be back. He's, he's three and one. He'll be fine. That that kid's a killer. Yeah. He's a huge 145. And he'll, he'll have success. Dude, Zach's a, yeah, he's a monster, dude. He'll be back. He'll be just fine. He'll be better because of this loss. He's one of those guys where some guys go away early in the fight game. As soon as they come a little adverse, you know, oh, maybe not he's, fighting's not for me. Whatever. Yeah. He'll he'll be one of those that comes back better from a loss. That's that's the difference in the guys that are at that top level versus the guys that don't make it to that top level that can overcome that adversity. And I, I think Zach's going to be like you said. He's going to be that kid that'll overcome that. Uh, agreed. Um, next up, we had the co-main event Steel Fist Fight Night Heavyweight Championship, and the the place was on their edge of their seats for this fight when Zeke Latu walked in the cage and then big Fiji walks in the, in the cage Two big heavyweight, like legit heavyweights. I think we called this fight of the night and it was over with pretty quick. As soon as I saw Fiji throw like a big, like wild punch, I was like, Oh, somebody's about to go out quick. Like this isn't going to last more than, you know, a few seconds. Because they're so big that all it took was one. Yeah. You know, and, and Zeke landed two. You know, he hit him and then hit him again on the way down. And, you know, Zeke, I don't know if there's another amateur that would even be like, yeah, let me fight that guy next. Dude, forget all that noise. Not locally. 
I, I don't think there's any locally. But guy. I'd love to watch it. I, yeah, maybe there's maybe there's an Idaho guy up there or a Vegas guy they can bring in. Yeah, I I just thought it was cool, and I and I love that you know Fiji. I thought the ref did a good job. I thought Fiji did a good job of just being respectful after. Like it was all respect, and it was all cool, just like we knew that they would be, you know. And uh, and I just want to see both of them again. I don't know. It, there's not much to say, but man, like it was just it was so intense. Zeke is terrifying. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Fiji's terrifying. They're, They're both, both terrifying. Like that's the difference. The between best, them. The best part is is. I get a call from Fiji about – I didn't get home until about 1 in the morning. I get a call, and I'm like, why is he calling me? I'm like, hey, man, is everything okay? Yeah, man, I just didn't get a chance to grab you. I just wanted to apologize for not being able to give you a shout-out. Yes, he's so Like, <laughs> what? Like, you're worried about not giving me a shout-out? Like, Fiji, go go, uh, go hang out with your beautiful wife, and you guys are about to have another baby, and, like, go do that. Mm, I, I, yeah, let's do that. Side that up. Sign that up. Hey, me, hey, dude, Meek had a big KO. He had a really big KO. Two big KOs, Zeke and Meek. Ooh. I, I, I'd, watch the, I'd watch the crap out of that. There's Zeke, Fiji, honestly, my favorite fighter. I fought hands down. They, they just, right on. I, yeah, I, I love the post afterwards of saying, hey, when you got two big pollies biting down on their mouthpiece and throwing dude, down, yeah, they, they knew it was going to happen. The best part about it is they they shake hands afterwards, and it's it's all gravy. They gave each other a big hug. Yeah, after. it's like, man, that. So who was Man, I talking to? Fiji was legitimately happy for, for Zika. I think I was take, talking to uh, I, some, maybe it was Carly that was sitting next to me. And I'm like, ah, this is just, they, they do this every day anyways. Like this is part of their culture. They just fight each other and then they're, then they're good. I remember, okay. Because there was a little bit of a little bit of high tensions in the audience afterwards. Some people oh had a little bit gosh. too much to drink. Hey Zeke, we might have, you have to give a disclaimer to your fans before. Just the one guy, that. just the one guy. But I remember work work at security at the club. If you get some of these guys in there partying hard, I, I, I'm like, the security's not going to be able to stop that guy. <laughs> you need you, you need to. Hopefully, there's an older cousin there or somebody there to grab that guy, which there was, and and got him out of there. But no, but I, the, the security guy, he's like what, like six two? Oh, maybe I'm looking over there. I'm like sixty pounds. I'm like, what's he gonna do? I know. I'm looking over. I'm like, that guy's he's an idiot for trying to stop this. Like, like what's he gonna yeah, do? He's not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> crazy oh yeah and 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 like pat said zeke hadn't fought in a while that's scary for the rest of you heavyweights out there that is scary that is that's a big scary that man. is a big scary dude nice man scary nice. man i want him on my team my team I, yeah team my games team. plan all right the main event michael lasky and blake foster Dude, it was fireworks. They both said it was going to be fireworks. They said they said there would be blood. I don't know if there was any blood, but somebody got knocked out. Mike had a little nose, bloody and nose. I will say this, and and you and I, and you'll probably go into this a little bit more. I got to give Mike all the props in the world, man. To go up two weight classes, three three weight three, three weight classes, and you could I could see it in his body. Look, this is what I do. I do nutrition. I've done bodybuilding shows. It's not a healthy weight for him to be at to get in there and fight a, another grown man that's used to walk around at all toward north of 280, and he cuts down. That that was impressive with Mike to take that fight. I don't care about the experience at that point. It's like you're legit fighting a bigger man. Like and, and there's weight classes for a reason, exactly. And you know, and, and if, it, if it didn't matter, there wouldn't be. And yeah, Pat just said Foster's a big look. I stood next to Foster. I'm two. I'm 205, and he was way bigger than me. He had to have been 220. Yeah. Easy walking into the cage. 
I, I I'll I'll say this. I just <sighs> it's hard. I I try to stay respectful. Your face said it all in the post fight interview, Zach. I just, I just try and stay respectful. To act the way that Blake acted after winning by knockout. Not my style. I, I Guess what? I wasn't if I not if I knocked out a hundred and thirty-five pounder that was coming up to one seventy to fight me, I I wouldn't feel like that was a huge accomplishment. But then again, this isn't really Blake's world. It's not really his world. It, it did. I mean, I mean, just, he's good. By the way, good skill. I was impressed. Um, did a couple things that I was really impressed with. Good range control. He. I'm not trying to take away any of his fighting. Uh, very smart when he was down on the ground. Mike was trying to regain his composure. Got up, stood him up. That was the 100% right thing to do because I think Mike could have fished for and got a submission off of the off of the ground there. Um, so yeah, we knew. Yeah, we knew. Yeah, we knew. Yeah, yeah, we knew yeah, we, yeah, we knew. he was on the podcast. He had, a, he had quite the martial arts background. He came on the yeah. podcast. He had an extensive martial arts background, and you could but, see that in in the cage. You so, could see him. So yeah, this this guy right here, Barry Sanders, signed by Barry Sanders, greatest greatest running back of all time. I, I learned a valuable lesson early on in my football career uh, when I scored my first touchdown, and I freaked out, and I was so excited, and my coach pulled me aside, and he just said. Act like you've been there before, right? And I can give, um, yeah, right? I, th I thought about that too, Dustin. Jesse. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I I just, I think that, uh, you know, he was just, and I mean, I mean, I get it. He's pumped. It's his first MMA fight. And, and I, you know, I've been pumped after a finish too, but um, there's this, uh, there, there's sport with it. And then there's this like, like I'll, I'll never forget it. One of the things everybody freaks out after they win. Like one person that yeah. always impressed me is when Zach Cavender knocked out Eric Iman. Yeah. And he just very humbly just like dropped to his knees and just waited to see if Eric was okay. It's like, that's a guy that it's like, he's been there before. And, uh, oh yeah, the guy he's been told for months. He doesn't have the skill. Pat, I get it. I get I, it, bro. I'm just saying, it, it, it just, I don't know about that. He was just, pretty confident. He he's been training with killers too. Like he, I think he knew what he was getting into. He had a former UFC vet in his corner, didn't he? Yeah, he he was yeah. like you know he's been he's he's been training with guys and and and, and it's you know it's not like uh hey, there you go there you go Pat George wants to fight in December so there you go um I you know I mean it's dude props props to I'll, I'll give Blake I'll give Blake all the credit in the world. He came to. Uh, he came to Mike's hometown. He got a bigger pop too. He got a. He, he, <laughs> got brought, a he, he brought a crowd. He was composed in there. He did a lot of good things in the fight and stuff like that. I'm just saying, like, I, I really don't care who, who, what, why, where. Uh, it's just, yeah, I just, I just, uh, I, just I don't, I, I, I don't not totally my style, but hey, good for Blake for getting the win. And I would just say this: Mike literally took this fight with everything to lose and not much to gain. Because if he wins, it's like, well, yeah, of course you beat you, you beat the guy in his first fight on on your twelfth one. Yeah, like that. That wasn't a you know. Again, he even though he was at the physical disadvantage, 
not the skill disadvantage, but the physical disadvantage. He's he, in my eyes, he still is the one that stepped in there with everything to lose. Yeah. And I have my own feelings about Mike. I'll say this. Uh, he's, he's always been nice to me. He's never been disrespectful to me, but you know, it, it's some of the things and stuff that he does. I find it entertaining, but it's not always to my liking. Yeah. Um, it's, but it's how he entertains and it's how he does things. He's a good martial artist. I've rolled with him. I've sparred with him a little bit. Like he, his resume speaks for itself. A nine and two amateur record. For me though, it's just, it, I don't, it's like as a fighter to put on a fight, I wish he would have fought. He would have fought somebody at 170. The I, fight I, just didn't make any, if it, I'm it, Mike, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense to me, but he wanted to do something for power Rangers and good I, for him. And, and yeah. he did it, and and he he, he faced the consequences, and losing, nothing to hang his head about. He nothing. made a good TikTok about it, though. He's like, "Yeah, losing oh, yeah. sucks, but it's it's not worse than never trying anything ever." Yeah. So, I mean, all the people that talk smack to him I, I, about losing, I I think no. you're you're all pussies. So you you know, once again, plops a break, Blake. I I didn't know how he was going to react once he stepped in the cage, but he looked comfortable. He looked like he'd been he in there a, before. He did a really good job. He's big. He's strong. Um, I, thing, I actually legitimately like to see him fight a real tool. I would too. I really would too. I, I maybe not have his fans there anymore because those, they were the ones in my opinion that were needed to be checked more than he did in my opinion, because they were sure. a little unruly and a little bit more disrespectful. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, there's, that was a little, some of the stuff that was happening there, that, that there was, was there was, some, there was some 205ers though. There would be a really interesting fight. Jesse Selman, like you said, or whatever, Sep, Sep, maybe Sep, Sep's heavyweight. I guess they could be heavyweight. He Blake could go up to heavyweight. Blake could fight a heavyweight. Yeah. I think he'd be turned. He'd be fine there, dude. All in all, but what a fun night, man! That was fun. I have my, my voice still was screaming. Thank, Thank you, Kevin and Pat, for yeah. allowing me to commentate. It was well, so, it was I had so much, was so much fun. fun. Oh. It was so much fun. We love Still Fist, and and it sounds like October card is about to get announced here soon, and it's gonna be a big one. Get at us as soon as the cards announced, and you, you're gonna be on there. Shoot us a message. If you don't hear from us, please shoot us a message. We've told you guys a million times on here. We can't reach out to everybody. We have day jobs. We do. Um, but we want to get everybody on there. Are we even going to talk about UFC? We can. Can we talk about how I killed it with my picks? You did kill it. How I cashed on DraftKings? I got to take a timeout because I just drank a monster. So, you know, I got to pee. How about Manus getting the win? Do you want to go through, start? You yeah, start let's it. just. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> it's, it's freaking bad. We just, just need a urinal inside of our. We definitely, we definitely don't need a urinal inside of our office. Uh, yeah, we start off the night. Hannah Goldie, we both nailed that one. She wins first round armbar. Man, our guy Gustavo Lopez gets it, gets a draw, unanimous decision draw. I got to go back and rewatch that fight. We missed it, but uh, that was a bummer. I was wrong about Impa Kassanagan. Uh He got knocked out by Carlston Harris. Uh, good fight, man. Aaron Blanchfield. They were talking about the hype train. If she was really if, if she she uh she said she should pull that type of hype but man 30 25 30 25 30 26 um that is uh that is quite the uh quite the resume there uh to for her to come in and get that dominant of a performance um good for her montel jackson just like we said, that was lock of the night. Cruise past JV buys. I mean, I thought it was kind of dirty what they did to JP buys, giving him Montel Jackson before. I don't know what was up with that. Bad. I think personally, matchmaking wise, that that didn't seem like a super fair fight. Um, 
We were about wrong about Brandon Jenkins. I tried to, but he was an underdog. He was a short notice replacement. That was a high risk, high reward pick. Um, I didn't say he'd win for sure. Um, But yeah. Yeah. That was one we just took, took, took a stab at. I think the only one we were dead wrong on was the next was Panny and Raquel Pennington. Yeah. We both thought Panny was going to, going to win that one. Yeah. But you know, close fight. it was a close fight and it, you know, it's 29, 28, but then Tafan gets the win. We picked him. Buckley gets the knockout, picked him. Manis gets the win. I picked him. You flip flopped. Hello, loserville. Uh, Amar. He did what he was supposed to do. Ragdolled him. Lipsky, just like we said it would. And then mine, Ian Kutalaba breaks Devin Clark's teeth in. If you haven't seen that that. picture on Instagram, it's nasty. Nasty. Don't look if you're squeamish. Um, And then last but not least, man, Zach Cavender tried to get me off their Anthony Smith train. I'm all in on Anthony Smith. People keep doubting him and people keep doubting Anthony Smith. He's elite. He's next level. Like he is, he is gatekeeper slash might still be champion one day. I love I love what he's been doing. He's a freaking gangster. And Ryan Span talking all that smack. When you I, talk that, guess what? Guy might stand over you after he submits you. Hey, I, I love the post fight interview. Smith was, you know, he's fired up. He's in the moment, you know. Yeah, it's it's. I I went through and watched another good night of fights, but it was this 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 episode was all about Steel Fist because it was so freaking fun. It was so fun, but. <laughs> Good job. Congratulations, Steel Fist, putting on a great show. Congrats to everybody that won. And congrats, even the guys that lost, for getting in there and uh, um, throwing down. And yes, Pat, I am fighting Marco Tony Rodriguez, whatever his name is. You can find him under both. Zeke wants to get back in in December's, his B-Day month. Oh, yeah. Get him back, Pat. Yeah, October's my B-Day month, Zeke. I'll go for my B-Day. Mine's only like two days before that still fist card. Um, oh, what's up, big Fiji? Fiji, go hang out with your wife. Go eat some cheesecake with her dog. Cheesecake. But All right. Well. That's it oh, for the day. Fiji wants anybody in December. Pat. Meek. Pat. Pat. Meek. Yeah, let's get Meek back down here. Meek. Meek. His Meek. name is Tony. Tony with an I. Tony with an I. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, Tony with an eye. I'll see you October 23rd. We'll see you guys on Friday. We out.